Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi. Um, th- it may not be morning when you're listening to this, but it is dropping, going live on Tuesday morning, hopefully on your drive to work. And it is Sunday morning right now while we're recording and we're having coffee and we're in a good mood. So good morning. Um, <laughs> I told Abby, <laughs> this is funny because the last intro that we just recorded, I was like, cut that. And she was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, that didn't sound very enthusiastic. And just now she sounded sort of like we were on cocaine or something. <laughs> I'm enthusiastic, guys. I'm enthusiastic. But she is about to have a Sunday fun day. And what's really funny is now that I think about it, my Sunday fun day and her Sunday fun day are going to be two completely different things. Um, what are you doing today? Nothing, which is probably, that's my, and if you're listening to me, you're like, yes, that, that is definitely Amy. It's probably absolutely nothing, honestly. That's what we did yesterday. I did not leave the house. Literally, we didn't leave the house yesterday. You did 10, 10 p.m. This is, don't judge me, Um, Facebook world. She said, she said don't podcast judge me. world. I went to McDonald's at 10 p.m. We ate McDonald's at 10, but that was the first time we left the house. It was a lazy day, so today is Sunday fun day. Okay, so first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, 100 <laughs> and over 150 plays. Yeah. I was expecting maybe 50. I, well, I guess I really didn't have any expectations at all. Actually. I didn't really either. You guys have been like so nice though, like. So nice and warm and kind. Like, Facebook friends and our our podcast friends are nice. You guys are great. We really appreciate all the love, all the sharing. Um, I feel like you've shared it with your friends and family. So, one big thing that I just told Amy was that 33% of our listeners were men. We are so excited about that. That is 54 men that were listening. Like, I had a couple guy friends tell me they listened, and I was like, cool, cool. And then, like, a couple random, not not guys I'm super close to, but guys I work with, see occasionally, were like, hey, I listened to your pod. And I'm like, what? I guarantee out of the 54, all of them happened to know you, because I'm trying to think of any guys that I know that would have listened. Well, I work but with you all have men. A way, she has a way of connecting with men, too. Well. in general. So today we kind of want to keep this light. Um, it is Sunday Fun Day, so I don't want to get too deep. So we're going to kind of do introductions and let you guys get to know us better. I know that most people who listen to episode one probably do know us in some former fashion. Um, but as we gain followers, maybe people won't know us. So we want to introduce who we are. Um, I'm Abby. I am 32 years old. I'm a proud millennial. I'm an Enneagram too, and that is very important to me. I want to understand people. So. I may ask you what your Enneagram is if we meet in person. Um, I am, yeah, so I'm childless by choice. Um, Nick and I have like two cats, Bert and Shania, and he is definitely the better pet parent. I am not a very patient person. Ask Amy, ask Kingston, ask Nick. Um, Guys, although I did have Kingston all day Friday and I did pretty good. Um, I work in sales in a male-dominated industry and that brings a lot um, of good and reflecting to my life I think about that a lot and how how I can be the best female in a male-dominated industry and then how I can bring other women with me um yeah I know that sounds strange we'll get into that more um I am an aunt Nick and I have three nephews between us at this point you've probably figured out that Nick is my partner um we've been together a hundred or eight years and uh we'll probably get married one day who knows we'll see maybe tomorrow maybe in a couple years um, I am 100% the most emotional and dramatic sister of the three of us. 
that's good, I guess, because I care, but I'm also pretty reactionary, and that is something I don't love about myself, if you mess with me, or really anyone I, anyone I like. It doesn't even have to just be my sister. If you mess with anybody that I care about, I get pretty pissed off. Yeah, you have to, if you, if you tell Abby something and you don't want a reaction, you have to say it right then. Like, do not react to this. Do not send a text. Do not pick up your phone. Do not tweet. But, oh yeah, but Abby is the queen. She has to react. She has to react. Like she said, that's part of her personality. So she is the queen of tweeting and then deleting. and Or commenting and then deleting. And I, I hate that. I really do. I don't. I, hate is a strong word because there's like nothing I hate about Abby. But I cannot stand that she does that and then feels the need to have to erase it. I'm like, no, that's how you felt. So yeah, I know. keep it I, on there. Reactionary is something I want to work on. A little more um, because I am. I'm, I'm emotional. I just, I react emotionally. Okay, now on to me. I am Amy. I am 27 years old and I have a five-year-old son, uh, Kingston, who already at five keeps me running between multiple sports and multiple activities. It's like every night a week there's something, guys. It's kind of crazy. Don't worry. I'm not like, mm. when you hear that, I'm not the parent that's like pushing that on him. He just loves to go, go, go. Which is the complete opposite of <laughs> me and Tevin. And he literally wants to do something all the time. And if he can have a ball in his hand, he's happiest. So or outside. You, yeah. And if you know the Allen family or <clears throat> Tevin's family, I guess that's just pretty on par for. Yeah. He, he it just runs in the family. Okay. So he keeps me very busy, but in a great way. He is just, a, he brings a light to everyone around him, in my opinion. He just has an amazing smile. So I'm at Enneagram 9. So that falls right into being very laid back. Um, the opposite of Abby in her emotional state, I don't react to very much. That's just not me. I don't like confrontation. Um, I work in two sales jobs. so She's busy. You, you hear me say that I don't like confrontation. I do get presented with confrontation quite often in that industry. But I do love leading people and taking people to the top, training them to get to the top. Um, so that sort of sums up me. So we thought we would do like a little Q&A, um, or like getting to know you for people who may not know both of us. I'd say most people who are listening right now know one of us, but you may not know each of us. For example, I had a Facebook friend of mine message me raving about the podcast, so excited. She knew me really well, but she was like, I thought Amy was super shy and quiet and you both did so well. And I was like, oh my God, that's so funny because she is definitely laid back, but she isn't shy and she's confident and I don't, I don't know. Do you consider I yourself? I don't consider myself shy at all. It takes me a very little amount of time being around someone, not before, I wouldn't say before I'd open up, but before I'll really like, be, yes, being good conversation. I just love to have fun and like make people laugh. I feel like some people may not know that about me, that I really do love to make people laugh, especially like my employees at work. That's funny because one of the questions, and I, when I was writing these, I thought, I wonder what we're going to say, was which one of us is the funniest? Because well, I don't think... I don't think I'm funny. I don't know. I don't I, think I, I'm I think, funny. Like, okay, so Olivia, Haley, Casilla, I think they definitely think I'm funny. And our jokes that we like do in our group chat, we're like, okay, but no one else would think we're funny. I don't know. Maybe you all can answer that for us. We'll... Well, so I think me and Lindsay and Meg in our group chat are very funny, but we're very vulgar and we say 
Very inappropriate. You're maybe a little more like harsh funny, and mine is just like light, airy funny. Okay, there we go. That's probably us in life. Yeah. I'm probably the harsh sister, and yeah. Amy's light and airy. Um, okay, so who is older? We already talked about that. I'm 32. Amy's 27. 27. Uh, I was five when she was born, and I truly remember... I remember the day she was born a lot. I do remember the day Chelsea was born, but I was only three. But I only remember that because our grandmother bought me a new doll that day um, so that I didn't feel so did. sad about being no longer the only child. But I definitely remember Amy being born because she was so tiny and my dad carried her out to me and I got to hold her for the first time. Did it's you know, um, I know our parents did not know. Okay, so mom knew that I was going to be a girl before I was born. I don't but know. I was dad five. wanted, to, oh yeah, well you said you remember it, <laughs> but dad didn't want to know. I imagine he did, seeing as she didn't have to buy mm. new things. I, I don't know. He pro- he says he was not holding out for a boy, but boom, three girls. I think he was definitely holding out for a boy because when Kingston, when Amy got pregnant with Kingston, and you know, it was like kind of a big deal at the time. Um the day she found out it was a boy, I went with her and Tevin to the doctor and we called dad from the parking garage to try to, you know, lighten the mood and the air. Yeah. And I was like, dad, you're finally getting a boy. And of course he was like, yay. But his response was that he did want a boy, you know, when he was having kids. But, I feel like all men do. But. Right. But then he became a really good girl dad and he kind of went all in on girl dad and he was afraid quote he'd be too hard on kingston which is a joke because i mean dad is harder than like but not but he is not wrapped. what you would expect at all he lets him get by with a lot more like riding the little coin machines in the middle of malls <laughs> if we asked to get one of those like we would beg yeah that was absolutely not we we talk about that one all the time okay so we will get into just some fun questions that Abby had written down for us. Okay, so who has the best hair? This is definitely Amy. There's no question. If you all could see our hair right now, that's really <laughs> funny because I walked in and I said, Abby, I didn't know that we were doing curls and makeup. Like, I didn't know we were doing TikTok. She thought I was dressed for TikTok today, but really, I just wanted to get my day started and not have to go home and get ready after this. Abby's but- like hair sex right now because she just got her hair done rocking the middle part and the waves i don't know that but I, but amy's hair guys it's so long and thick and like beautiful my hair mom blessed us with great hair she and, has and eyebrows hair. yeah we yeah. did get that um but amy i would say i vote amy has the best hair so we can't go back and forth on all these we're gonna have to like you know say amy or abby we can't be like okay. well both of us or they'll get annoyed no okay <laughs> Okay, um, who has the best sense of style? This one 100% goes to Chelsea. Yes. If, a thousand if we're counting percent. all three of us. she is, I can't wait to have Chelsea on here, too. She is going to hate us. If you don't know her. Chelsea, she's our middle sister. Out. She's 29. Mm-hmm. She is hot, guys. Oh, my like, gosh. Not just hot. She can be hot. She can be beautiful. She's put together. Like she's Amy one of those I, people where you're like, shh. Like, yeah. <laughs> how do you show up in that looking like that? Amy and I are the least put together people. Like, <laughs> honestly, we look nice. I'm not saying that we're trash. <laughs> that's, that's good. We put our makeup on. We like earrings. But Chelsea is so beautiful inside and out, though. If you want to know somebody like who truly thinks good of all people, yeah. which I feel like people don't know about her, maybe she does. Because I remember I've brought up something <laughs> Maybe, I guess, not nice before. And she's been like, but, you know, like, yeah. she'll she'll flip it. So, I can't wait to have her on here. 
<laughs> she's going to dread the day we make her do that, but it'll be. Well, it'll Chelsea be so much fun. gets but our vote for best sense, sense of style. style. Um, age gap. We've already talked about that. I was five. Chelsea was three. Amy was born. There we go. Ooh, I like this next one. Did we get along as children? Mom is going to love this. So I guess something you probably need to know about us is we were raised um, with divorced parents. Okay. Abby, Abby like gets nervous every time I talk. Like I'm just some. I didn't like, know what she was going to say we were raised as. <laughs> but we were raised with a very involved on both ends. I don't want you to get that yeah. wrong there. Um, but we were raised in a. Yeah. So when I was 10 and Amy was five, our parents divorced. Um, but our parents shared custody and we were together. Me and Chelsea and Amy were always together. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we fought. Like, our mom was a teacher. So, on snow days, we were all home. All four girls, home together. It led to fights. No, we I mean, were home together a lot. Snow days. Not, I mean, imagine summer. She was a yeah. teacher. But I was just thinking, when did we really start getting close? Because I don't remember us being, like, very close as children. So, I know for sure when... <laughs> when I moved home after college, even before then, because so my high school days were very, I wanted to do uh, anything that could get me in trouble, I guess, or that was the opposite of what my parents wanted. And I was the third one. So they were way more relaxed with me than Abby. I mean, way more, but I had to push the limit and push it. And she did hard. <laughs> and I remember, I, I don't, I probably had my phone taken like 50% of my life at that point. <laughs> I would plug in the old house phones and call Abby in college. She was at Western. I remember this clearly crying. And I would be like, you have to come home. You have to come home. And she's like, I can't. And so I remember us be obviously starting to be very close then. Yeah. But before that. Before that. I mean, the age like, gap was just so weird. The age gap yeah. was weird. I mean, I was 12 and she was seven. You know, I was like getting into teenage time and she was still a kid. But we all cheered. All three of us cheered. So we we always had similar interest. And I would say, you know, we were all pretty girly girl, little kids. Um we played school a lot. We played house a lot. We yeah. were very, yeah. We were very always involved with each other. Now, me and Chelsea, we didn't get close until, not. and when I say close, we always unconditional love, but pulling hair, fighting in front of our friends, that was the story of high school because we cheered on the same team together. And you know, when you have to share friends with your yeah. sister when you're that age, it like there was like pulling hair fights. I know any of our friends listening will automatically remember those. Well, so that's kind of funny because that led to a question I was thinking, um, do we get along with each other's friends? And the question, the answer is like resounding yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can only think of like a couple people. Actually, no, I don't know any people that either of us are friends with that the other doesn't like. Yeah, we have or friends wouldn't, that may. Or yeah. wouldn't like be comfortable hanging out in a group yeah. setting. I mean, you know, Lindsay's my best friend. And Amy and Lindsay and Chelsea and Lindsay. Lindsay's part of our life. Lindsay but. just watched Kingston the other day. And I was like, are you sure? And she, they absolutely, mm. I'm so glad they did that because they loved it. Yeah. Thanks to Lindsay. And she taught him a new card game that we cannot quit playing. Thank you. Lindsay probably taught him like a drinking card game, but whatever. <laughs> they didn't drink. Um, but then like all of my friends, I mean, I, I literally just started thinking out loud, like Kelsey, Carla, Lydia, Emily, um, Meg, literally, they're all friends also with Chelsea and Amy. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, all of our friends, we, we all get along really well. It's nice. Um, ooh, what is your favorite thing about your sibling? So, 
My favorite thing about Amy is well, her hair, honestly, it really is. Like, I love her hair. But I also love how nice she is. Like, she gets pissed off about things. Social justice, don't get her going. It'll piss her off. But she is so nice to people, so warm and inviting, where sometimes I think I come across, and I don't need you to rebut this. This is a fact. I come across as a little bit of a bitch. And Chelsea thinks the same thing about herself. But nobody thinks Amy's a bitch. Like, there is no way that you could ever if think of is, Amy. If there is, don't come out of the hiding, please. <laughs> if there is, please don't comment. <laughs> um, what about me? What, what's so, your favorite thing about me? I think me? that's funny because probably my favorite thing about you is not that you're a bitch, but how you come across. I was going to speak on this when Abby was talking, but we're trying not to talk over each other because you know you can do that in conversation easily. But is how she works in a very male-dominated industry. But she has such a way of just connecting with people from all walks of life. Um, You know, older people, men. And she can just bring people together. And if you're on social media with her, you absolutely notice that. One, you're scrolling. And you're like, Abby, how do you even know that person? That's what Brittany Glassford... (laughs) But she probably doesn't is the best part. But she just feels that, you know, empowered to lift others up. And that's probably... My favorite thing about her. Well, I love you. Love you too. That was sweet. Um, That is funny though, because Brittany Glassford, it feels like once a week. Well, first of all, shout out to Brittany. She named our podcast. Thank Second you. of all, Brittany literally once a week will be like, hey, have you ever heard of this person or do you know this person? And I'll be like, yeah, her daughter is on the dance team at EKU. And she's like, <laughs> Abby, I don't understand. Anyway. But if you need to know anything, we have some tools. Like we can definitely figure it out for you. <laughs> that would sort of be fun is... Like, we do a secret detective work anonymously. Ooh, we can do that for you. Maybe. I saw, <laughs> real quick, um, I saw this girl on TikTok doing, this is not what we want to do because we don't want to ruin relationships or anything. But I she would too. she would check and see how. If your man was where would, he said he was. Yes, and, or how he would react to, like, her approaching them. That could be fun. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to hurt anybody's <laughs> feelings. But, okay. um, Are we competitive towards each other? I don't think at no. all. Like, I truly cannot think of a time that we would have been. No, I'm. I'm Even when me and Chelsea think. were on the same cheer team, we weren't competitive against each other. I actually was her base. I lifted her <laughs> in the air. We weren't competitive towards each other then, but we were mean. Like you right. know, if she fell or yeah, that's I, your fault. Oh my god! No, I won't bring that up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, she probably knew exactly where I was going with that. I I don't know. I'm I'm sitting here trying to think, and I really I'm. We all have our faults, all three of us. We have, you know, our ups and downs, I'm sure. I can't really think of them because we're always very supportive. But competition, we do not have. Like, we want all three of us to, like, mm-hmm. thrive. And we are so proud when any of the three of us does something cool or right. badass. And just, I, I mean, I think I will say, I feel like our parents have a lot to be proud of. So, I mean, I was <laughs> Brag sort of, on us for I a was second. sort of like the black sheep there for a minute. When things were just going south for me for a while, which we'll get on an episode with. But I got pregnant at 20 and then had Kingston at 21. And so I was definitely, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole on favorites for a minute. We're not going to get into favorites today because, well, well, no, there are favorites. (laughs) There are favorites. And and I'm still, actually, now that I think about it, I'm neither favorite. (laughs) So we are going to get into it. Chelsea is definitely dad's favorite and Abby's definitely mom's. But anyways... There, there leaves me for somebody Amy, out there. Amy's my favorite. <laughs> Thank no, you. I love you, Chelsea. Um, Amy edges out sometimes because of Kingston. So I'll just say that sometimes. No, I'm- Kingston will be the favorite, but yeah. not necessarily me. Where were we at there? Um, 
things we're both good at and bad at. Amy's already said we're Amy and I, not Chelsea. Amy and I are very bad at consistency in anything. We have really we're one of the, we're those people that have really good intentions and really good like energy and enthusiasm sometimes. So we were trying to figure out when to record this one, and we I think one thing that we have to realize is it's not always going to be convenient. We're busy and we threw something else in on our busy schedule. So that's why we're over here at our mom's house um, recording at 9am on a Sunday morning. Yes. But so bad at, I know, I know one thing I'm bad at is um, communicating, which is Uh. a huge, obviously part of life (laughs) for me. I just, I can brush things under the rug. I really, truly, and when I say brush under the rug, I don't mean to bring it back out at a later date no, either. No. I'll just truly brush it under the rug, toss it, and never think about it again. And I have trouble realizing that not everyone is like that because obviously it's healthy to communicate. But that's one thing that I struggle with. Yeah, that's not really my struggle. <laughs> Probably no, over communicate. Um, I'm bad. I mean, I'm bad at a lot of stuff, though. I say the F word way too much. Okay. That is actually that's not like a, <laughs> that on. is actually something I'm trying not to do on this podcast because it's We've my favorite word. Tw- two times this time. We've only cussed twice today. Um, It is my favorite word. And I know my mom listens and probably our dad eventually. So like but, I, they don't like they don't prefer. Well, dad really doesn't like it. Mom just rolls her eyes when I say the F word. But um, next question well, is. We didn't say what we were good at, I guess. Well, I don't know. We'll pit on that later. That's not a big deal. Um, who always had the messiest room? LOL. Me. Well, definitely both, wasn't Chelsea. Chelsea's a neat freak. Amy and I are both pretty messy. Mom would say me. Mom uh, would say Well, Amy. I think, and I think she would say me because I was the most recent that she had to remember. But I do remember your closet being just an absolute gom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a mess. But I was stack water bottles up in my room <laughs> and drink two sips out of them. And Yeah. I was, and I'm still, still to this day have the messiest room. Chelsea's house Facts. is like Chelsea's a sanctuary. Is a magazine, guys. but I don't know how she does it. Her and Clay work so hard, and they are so busy. When does she do that? Saturday mornings, I think. That's what I've been told. Okay, <laughs> they work yeah. so. I mean, we all work a lot, but Chelsea and Clay really do work a lot, and they work. But they not, have a commute too. And they have a commute, so they're just they're out. They don't have as many hours in the day. As Beyonce. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. um, Her house is a sanctuary. Do we share a lot with each other? Oh, yes. Yeah, a thousand percent. And if we feel like we haven't, then we'll um, be like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I told you this. Yeah. We share clothes. it's very weird if like we, if Abby gets very defensive, if she hears something that she didn't hear from me and Chelsea first. (laughs) I do. She, she would get very defensive. Our bond is like something I take pride in. And so I don't want people to think they get to come between it again. (laughs) See, territorial. This (laughs) this is the territorial control freak bitch in me. But, um, what was I going to say? Most intelligent. You. Okay. So I don't. And I don't mean that like as a, um, I, I don't know the right word, but against me or Chelsea, because we're intelligent, you know, yeah, we're all pretty. Yeah. I mean, we're, we had good grades. We're very intelligent. We took school seriously, but so Abby's major was political science. And so I think I relate your intelligence a lot with like politics and you do keep up with a lot news. of news. Me and mom are like that. I yeah. got that from mom. Um, which I, 
I probably would maybe if, if I was, <laughs> yeah, if I was kid free, I love watching the news in the morning. And you like knowing stuff. Yeah. You'll ask me like if you've but seen facts something. based, um, definitely Abby. Um, do we share a lot with each other though? I was going to say like, you know, those people who say, if you tell me something, just assume my boyfriend knows. I'll say that is true. If you tell me something, assume Nick knows. But literally, if you tell me something, Amy knows. So, <laughs> just yeah, saying. Uh, so, well, I just like made a face like now nobody's going to tell us anything. <laughs> but uh, we're the same people. We love you no matter what. No judgment. Yeah, like just because she tells me, I, I yeah. do not tell anyone. But if you've told me something, Abby probably knows too. But I think most people would know that already. Yeah. That they would just assume that I've sent you a text real quick about it. Um, What's our favorite foods? I, well, we talked about in the first episode, we love good food. Good we food makes me happy. We love good food. I lo- there's, so there's like very few things that I, what do you dislike? I guess that may be easier. What do I dislike? See, I like all like American type foods. Like I love good pizza. I know that's not American. I understand. But like Americanized. I love a good burger and fries. I love. So those would be at the top of your list? At the top of my list is probably a good steak dinner. Like yeah. I love filet, a baked potato, a really good wedge salad with blue Italian. cheese. Italian. Now I pasta. love Mexican, but oh. I mean, yes, I love Mexican, but as far as quality food, when yeah. I think about it, that's probably what is not your favorite quality food? Probably Italian. Mm, I love pasta. Yeah. Chelsea loves pasta. And cheeses. Yeah. What is your favorite trash food? Like, do you have a, a like a gas station snack? Because I do. I you just go told Nick this. Probably not a gas station snack, but definitely trash. Go so ahead. my gas station snack is an LA hot fries and an oatmeal oh, cream pie. That we have oatmeal cream pies at the house right now in <laughs> Kingston. I was eating one last night, and he said he came th- like super close to my face and was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Something super spicy." <laughs> and he was like, "No, let me look closer." And he said, "That's one of my oatmeal cream pies." <laughs> and he got so mad. Um, anything convenience. Is a, like a big flaw of mine. Like we were supposed to meet here at nine, and I'm like, "Hey, make it nine fifteen. Not because I was getting ready, but because I needed to swing by Panera. And convenience is a lot of my. I don't do gas station snacks a lot, but okay. now that you said L eight and like Grippos, I could. Do, That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Um, who takes longer to get ready? Well, Chelsea wins this. Absolutely. If, I mean, there's no question. I would say we're probably pretty similar. Even. Amy and I can probably sit in a towel longer than anybody you know. It's Nick's, Is there anything better than getting out of the shower, sitting in a towel, and scrolling? It is my favorite. And Nick is like, why are you always in a robe? And I'm like, because I'm not, I'm not going but anywhere like, right now. To me, who wants to be in take clothes? a shower, <laughs> wash your hair? Um, Lotion you know, your whole body? Yeah. Like, Brush your teeth, then dry your hair. And like, who wants to do that all right in a row? It's exhausting. I'm sweating thinking about that. It's That's, Well, another reason we probably relax in between is because we get hot. We get really, really hot. We, we, and when I we do our makeup. I my makeup sweating. No. That defeats the purpose. We're sweating. But if you do need a good setting spray, shout out to Lime Life. I sell it. If you I use it. the do one for Lime Life and it makes me shiny and I love it. We'll do a few shameless plugs throughout the podcast. Um, One physical trait you love of the other. We've already talked about this. I love Amy's hair. Oh, yeah. Um, You you have a curvy body. I would say oh, body. Thanks. Well, I guess that was the I mean, thing, well, thanks. Um, we, Okay, so are we most similar to mom or dad? This is very interesting. This is interesting. So me and mom are very similar in our interests. Like, we are the people that would have the news on 24-7. She literally has a little TV in her home office so that the news is going in the background while she's working all day. Um, We have very similar interests as far as, like, 
movies, TV shows, books, news. But mom and my personalities were both Enneagram 2s. But That's weird. I know. But I actually think mom became more of an Enneagram oh, 2 later in life. She's, she's definitely blossomed. Like, if you knew her 10 years ago, you don't know her now. No. Our mom is living her best life. And we're, like, yes. so proud and yes. happy and love her. But your dominance is definitely... But um, my dominance, my personality, my outgoingness, my walk up to somebody and talk to them. Like, mom hates walking in a room by herself. I remember that from, like, the time I was little. So, personality-wise, I'm probably more like dad, and I look more like dad, but interest me and mom. I would guess you look more like dad, too, because we look well, alike. Well, I don't, I don't, but some people, um, some people think I look like mom and Amy, and yeah. I don't see it that much, but I don't, I can't pinpoint one thing for sure that I'm, maybe you can, just like mom or dad on. They just, they, the third one was a perfect blend, is, is what they did. <laughs> yeah, because Chelsea is identical to our mother. Like, like looks-wise. Looks-wise. Yeah. They are both tiny and petite and, like, pretty people, and they look put together. So, they're very similar in that respect. Um, <laughs> which one would get married first? This is a good one. Okay, so next question is, who would get married first? And I feel like a couple of our friends are probably laughing right now. So, well, we had to pause to laugh, so I'll just be honest with you. That was the you. first pause we've had in a while, and we both stood up, and we just had to We both got a little stressed and anxious. <laughs> and that. I was, like, over here doing the cut. I'm like, cut, cut. We had to talk about this before we... Um, I don't know, guys. I honestly don't okay, know how to so answer this question. I would question. say um, Abby would def. I don't know. Abby would get married first, but I guess it's this is truly a toss-up, but... Um, I guess this sort of, this is a weird topic almost because marriage. So I know this is going to go, Abby's taking a drink of, I don't even know what she's drinking this morning, but. Coffee with sugar-free hazelnut. Um, Carla got me a little foamer that I foam my cream with guys and it's life changing. Shout out Carla. frother, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So about marriage, I, that's not something a lot of little girls just dream about it, have Pinterest things. For some reason, that's never, and I think Abby has Pinterest stuff, but that's not, like, my biggest fulfillment in life is not going to be, I don't want to say it's not going to be, actually, but that's not something right now, it's that not, I um, fantasize, right. I guess, about. Daydream. Yeah, because the idea of planning a wedding with <laughs> multiple people involved, that really stresses me yeah. out and does not sound joyful. <laughs> At all. And I think when you're at that point, it needs to be. But I think we really need to normalize that weddings, like, can be what we want. Yeah. They can be just you and whoever you're marrying. They can be just your small family. Yeah. You don't I, have to include, like, I think that's something we need to normalize is making your wedding what you want it to be. And that sounds crazy saying it out loud. Actually, let's normalize Mayor when a woman feels a certain way, she can just feel a certain way. Yes. Because I am asked at work, not by my coworkers, but on the daily, are you married? No. Kids? Well, and then they look for my ring and people feel sorry for me. I'm good. Like, I'm in, yeah. I'm in a good place in life. But then you they know? go down the, how old are you? Do you have kids? And like... I'm, I'm an open book. I'll tell you about that. I probably don't have time when I'm with a customer to get into, you know, <laughs> my cultural and religious and uh, social beliefs as to. So why do, <laughs> I, what, I don't know what generation it is. This is where you come into play. 
But why does a certain generation get so offended by the fact that we don't need a man? Pause that real quick. Okay, I had to have her pause that because I thought I saw somebody walking somewhere and now we're off track. But we're just going to normalize and we'll, guys, we're going to do deep dives into some topics because today is like a, like I said, getting to know me before I don't know, Sunday we've gone Funday. a little deep, but that's just how this is going to go. We think of one plan and we just go with it. Briefly, where I was touching is that a certain generation gets very um, bent out of shape that women don't have to be fulfilled by men anymore. And or, or even just that we're doing things on a different timeline. Like there is not a timeline. There is one that most people do. That's that's very true. Most people meet and get married and have kids and all that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that that is the... I think we need to think about that. But I'm, it I'm is gonna, being normalized oh, yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is. Mom knows that two of her three daughters haven't gone about traditional paths of whatever. It's fine. Um, Chelsea, you're doing great, honey. <laughs> Um, have you conspired to keep secrets from your parents Absolutely. all the time? Absolutely. <laughs> from when we were born? I mean, still now we'll probably... 32 years later. Yeah. Like, we'll probably text outside of the group chat, like, here's the game plan, you know. <laughs> yeah. Parents text going, us. Are you going or we not? We text first, yeah. Um, siblings' favorite sports teams? Kentucky. Kentucky. All, all Kentucky. Allen. All Kentucky everything. Um, I really like... Like NBA too. So right now, um, I'm one of those people. Don't harp on me, sports fans. But NBA, the season is way too long. I can't. I don't yeah, but have it's the, the playoffs, guys. It's yes, the playoffs. So that's what I'm saying. I am involved now, and I'm a Knicks fan. Um, for the playoffs. Yeah. So what happened to the Heat? So yeah, we've They're been talking out. about that. Like the, the Heat the bubble, <clears throat> they thrive. So Nick and I love NBA. Hero, I love him. During COVID and the NBA bubble, um, if you don't know, real quick, <laughs> the NBA was put at Disney World so that they could all play in a bubble. It was like Man, very what an ideal bubble. I mean, they were away from their family. Like it was long, but it was a very successful bubble as far as COVID spread. Like nobody got COVID, whereas other sports during. Um, the pandemic, like, were shut down for weeks at a time. It wasn't like that in the bubble. But the Heat were the bomb. Like, Mom got me a Heat shirt. Lindsay got me Heat pants. You got Kingston a Heat shirt, right? I got Kingston a Heat shirt. Maybe. I we're, remember. like, all into the Heat during the bubble. And Tyler Hero was killing it. And Bam plays there. And I sold Bam a phone once, guys. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it was it was awesome. And then the Heat have just gone to shit. The relationship between Tyler Hero and who? That was good to watch. Remember him and his really good friend on the team. Jimmy Butler. Yes. Yeah, oh, that Jimmy was Butler. I really liked that. Um, But also, guys, the other night, I think I texted Lindsay that uh, Tristan Thompson and James Harden were playing each other. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh. If you know the Kardashians, you know. But I was, like, talking to Nick while we're watching. I'm like, I need to be talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> Um, but but so sports teams, I mean, definitely all Kentucky. All Kentucky. Any Kentucky sport, we're cheering for um, I love volleyball this year. We yes, all we got need behind to be it. More on board. Uh, we we I think something we need to work on with Kentucky sports. I think is, we're working on it. Yes, is not and everybody as a whole, not just yeah. us, but being all in. Shout out to Kentucky sports this year. Period. Like they've done good. The rifle team, the swim team, volleyball. Literally, all of the teams that aren't the ones we always cheer for have done great this which year. Which I'm so proud. And of it's for been them. so fun. I feel like all of Lexington and most of Kentucky was watching the volleyball. I mean, yes. that was a blast. Yes. That was badass. Um, yeah, all Kentucky, everything. How cool that the Black family got to be there too. Uh, Rebecca and Leslie's parents. Oh they yes, there? that was awesome. Omaha, right? That was cool. Yeah, they live in Nebraska. Um. Laziest sibling. <laughs> well, definitely not Chelsea. Not Chelsea. Oh, 
We're well, both me. We work okay. So Amy and I both work very hard. When we're on, we're on. Yes. But when we're off, we're off. Nick once told me that like I am the laziest hard worker he's ever met because I work really hard. But then when I but come it's in, at work. Fa- so we're very lazy in your, um, I guess, um, homemaker type things. We are. So I guess that's why we're against the you know gender roles per se. <laughs> I'm very lazy at home. And some of you are probably cringing. That's okay. That's definitely a big flaw of mine is laziness at home. Yeah, me too. Me too. We, yeah. Okay. So that was fun. I feel like that was a good, um, you all probably really got to know us there. And some of you that already know us were like, yes, (laughs) that was fun. Okay. So we talked about some shows and I feel like all the shows I'm watching right now, Everybody else is watching. Like, I am super into three shows. And they're Cruel Summer, which I know I've talked about it. It's on Freeform and Hulu. Lindsay really likes it. I feel like Jamie likes it. Um, Lydia likes it. It's great. Um, it's a very, like, teenage show, but it's interesting and it's getting exciting. Mayor of Easttown is number one. If you're not watching it on HBO, ask someone for their login. Um, it is. I may need so, to log in for that. I guess, yeah. Lindsay asked me if I was watching the Friends reunion and I wasn't. Yeah, it's not, I'm not really into that. But Mayor of Easttown is great. The finale is this Sunday. So you can catch up. To, oh, it's tonight. Shit. Tonight's Sunday. Um, I'm confused because we're off work tomorrow. So yeah, the finale's tonight. Some, Ooh, that excites me. Some of us are off work tomorrow. If you aren't, then I feel in your struggles. Well, we're, you're listening to this later anyway. So I hope you survived. And then The Handmaid's Tale is, you know, again, one of my favorite shows of all time. I think Elsa is the one that commented and said if June didn't go to Chicago, spoiler alert, if June didn't um, get out of Chicago and go to Canada, she was going to stop watching. And I agreed. I was like pissed and fed up, but it's good now. It's a good again. Um, big things that happened, you know, J-Lo and Ben Affleck are back together. Benifer is one again. Okay, so I did not know that. You did not know that? No, I was wondering why um, Terry Klein, I think it was, said, let's talk about Benefer. And I'm like, yes. what's thing of like years No, ago? they're back I together. Like, Why are they still relevant? But I knew Abby would catch me up on that. And um, Diddy posted. Oh, that's what I loved. Y'all, Diddy posted a throwback on Instagram of him and J-Lo holding hands. That was funny. It was cute. But I'm all about this, this Benefer relationship. We'll see. I don't know. I love throwback shit. Like. I, I love it. I'm excited. I love love. Yeah, um, I didn't know that, but that's why Abby's handling most of the pop culture. Oh, and then one other place I just wanted to shout out. Um, Nick and I went to Oscar Diggs here in Lexington this week, and, and Kelsey and Kim went this week. We've seen it, like, for a couple years now and always talked about going. We stopped in, and it was the best. If you like burgers and fries, this is not, like, a sponsorship. <laughs> but uh, it, No, Unless you want to sponsor us, Oscar Diggs. Um, but it was so good. You know how right now... Most restaurants, fast food, fast casual, or sit down are struggling because of um, staffing issues, right? And that's a whole other cultural thing we'll yes, go into. Okay. I was because say, I can't. Real quick, I just can't with people all over Facebook. I just can't. Okay, go ahead. No, I mean, yeah. It, it's, yeah another, it's, a, another it's kind day. of a workers' revolution right now, but we'll get into that in another day. But my point is that. To me, when you go in a place right now, like I talked about Sedona last week, and you get really good experience, it stands out even more than other mm-hmm. times. Okay, we went into Oscar Diggs. There's a couple tables taken. There's like two cooks and a server, and the server is the server, the bartender, all of it, okay? So nice. We had a couple drinks. We got great service. The food, though, was like impeccable. Then 10 women walk in together, and I hear them start asking like, do you have 
salads and like they're like we're out of salad oh and i just felt bad for the guy having to say we're out of salad because these women at a burger place are annoyed they are out of salads and i'm just like this guy is doing his best like the burger and fries were phenomenal let's just shout out people who are working hard and surviving this year okay Okay, so as we touched on in episode one, we are going to be sharing just some women's struggles throughout the podcast. And I feel like this one, for some reason, it just sparked. And this one will create some good conversation because me and Abby had great conversation about it. And I'm like, we should be We actually were like, stop talking. We'll just go and record about this. And don't worry, we're going to tell Perry Allen, do not listen to episode two. And we also don't even know if he knows we have a podcast We have not mentioned it to him because we don't want him hopping on and listening (laughs) about some of the things in parenting roles. Mom is much more, she may not agree with it, but she's not going to say anything either. And if you know Perry Allen, he's going to say something. something. So episode two is absolutely off limits going into this. Let's talk about sex. So... Yeah, but I don't feel like these are our friends, and between me and you, I don't feel like sex is like I'm a pretty open. It's not book. like we're in church saying let's talk about sex. Then I would feel a little more um, anxious about it. You can stop listening if you want, but we're a pretty open book. So yeah, here we go. And no, don't worry, we aren't diving into individual <laughs> sex lives. Absolutely not, because I think Abby thought I may be going there when I brought it up. But I think something we need to talk about is women's hormones and how we feel about sex and how society makes us think we have to feel about it. And me and Abby are on two different completely complete pages. But we're not like polarized on this issue. No, she's teaching absolutely, me. Absolutely not. I'm teaching her something she's had no experience with at all. So let me go into, you know, once you've had kids, and it's not that throughout pregnancy um, it wasn't like, Ooh, I hate my body. Like, I don't want to have sex. No, it was not that for me. I had no feelings of that during pregnancy at all. And maybe I can't, I can't remember. Luckily, I can't remember the newborn stages of Kingston. So maybe I'll have kids again one day. But it wasn't postpartum. I didn't, luckily, I was lucky and did not suffer from that, which my family was very worried about. They were like, even my dad would, would always be like, um, are you suffering from, you know, whatever they call it? He couldn't think of the wording, but he would check in to make sure that that was something that I was okay with. And luckily I was when tons of women are not. Um, but our hormones change so, so much throughout pregnancy. And it's, I think this will be great. I hope 54 men listen again up until this point, because this may help you if you're struggling. A huge struggle in so many relationships and marriages is sex and just intimacy in general, I think. And I don't know what it is because um, Abby's intelligent in facts and science and I'll do more research (laughs) for us, but I do have a kid and um, I've went through those hormone changes and I'm on birth control. Not that you need to know that, I don't guess, but (laughs) I am. And there's certain ones that are non-hormonal and hormonal and all of that. And it can just really, so, you know, sorry if you're listening and this is too deep. I don't know, but it would be nothing For me to be like, I could go a whole month without sex. If I said that to Abby, tell your thoughts on, and like she said, not that we're polarized. Yeah, we're not, we're not judging each other on this and I'll explain why. But if I said that, Chelsea and Amy would be bothered (laughs) by me saying that. They'd be like, what's wrong? Like, are you good? Are you all good? Blah, blah, blah. And what I told her is I assume as a childless, like 
single kind of, I mean, not single, but not married, you know, young, 32, I'm young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, woman that the reason Amy may not have as high of a sex drive is because she is carrying a mental load of so many more things than I am. Like I do put a lot on my plate, but it's all put there by choice. I can say no to anything I want because I do try to establish boundaries for my free time. Now. Like I try to have me time, Nick and I time. So anything I put on my plate, it's because of me. So I feel like as a mom and woman, and it just, I mean, like a, a store manager, um, she's running another business, she runs her household. I feel like that's a whole lot to then sit down at the end of the night and get, try to get yourself enthused. Whereas, I don't have a lot of that on me, so it's easier for me. Um, hormones, though, I am a very hormonal person, and Nick notices it, like, immediately. Like, I will pick a fight, be a bitch, mom knows it. When uh, I'm- yeah, we can sort of all tell. Well, you can imagine, just to go back, you know when you're around certain women, all of your periods correlate. Yeah. So, four women in a household, <laughs> you asked if we got along. Not during that week. Nope. Yeah, yeah. And they could always tell. Everybody would get so mad at me, particularly. <laughs> Amy is the worst with hormones. Luckily, um, I guess shout out to birth control. I've not had a period <laughs> in a long time. And I dread the day that it does come back. But they could always tell I was so snippy. You know, hormones just are a real thing, men. If you didn't think It may not be real. that your woman doesn't want you. I promise. <laughs> I, I promise. I promise. But there's just something uh, that there's some things that can change that... We should, we're going to do some research on this, we actually. We will, but so I do want to... So we can present some, some information. But I do want to say, I guess, there's more, we'll talk more, but you are not alone in the fact, and you, it's not that you're weird or something is wrong, if your sex drive is not the same as it used to be. And I, that's, there's a lot of things I want us to normalize, and that's one, um, you know, as a mom and after having kids that I do want us to normalize it's not to say that that can't change and you can't work on things. And you shouldn't. It, yeah. And, you know, you absolutely can make that change. But I did want to touch on that. It's okay to feel that way and to not have the sex drive that your husband or partner does or even other women do because we are just not. We're all, all experiencing different things in life. Like, like I said, Nick knows when it's that week because he can tell I'm just bitchy and then later I'm like oh by the way I'm on a period and he's like yeah, yeah I know, I know. And that Obviously. brings I guess that brings us into we're not we're gonna get deep into it but a, another social justice issue sort of that I saw maybe you share something on this week Abby or one of your friends did that you commented on about why are we just um focusing on protecting or right. you know women like why is that why is not that, getting pregnant or anything? why is it all left up to us okay so that Leads me to something I've been wanting to touch on for a long time: mental load. Wait, remember a, how we when we said we weren't going to get deep on Memorial Sunday? <laughs> okay, mental load is like a big thing for me, and I don't want to speak for all women, so I'm going to be very careful when I use my words here because what I want to say is, hey, men, if you can do one thing for us, this is it. But I I don't want to say that because it might be for me my thing, but some people don't have this thing. Okay, so I have a partner who is very, like, 50-50 household. He does so much. He's he's more of an introvert than me, but, like, as far as partners go, I have a, I have a damn good partner. He shows up for me. He knows that acts of service is my love language, um, so he does a lot of things for me. I don't like to do a lot of things. He does those things. But when, I, We said we were lazy. <laughs> we're lazy. Right? 
But like, honestly, I truly think one of his like favorite things is cooking while I sit on the couch because I'm not in his way. <laughs> um, but mental load is something that women carry that I think we don't think about. I've just started realizing it in the last like year that Nick will do anything I ask. Anything I could ask in the house. Hey, can you do this chore? Can you do that? Whatever, he'll do it. It's the delegating that wears women out. Yes. And it's yeah. the remembering. and Because until until it's done, I'm a control freak. Until it's done, I can't actually take it off my to-do list. Whether she's or not, talking about a real to-do list, not in her head. Whether or not I'm doing it. Like, for example, morning. Nick's like, hey, I'll do the dishes, right? Until they're done, it's still on my list. And so it's still on my mental load, even if... He's doing it. And I think mental load, that's where I was going back to. I feel like mental load affects women's sex drives as well. And I'm sure it does. We're going to, again, deep dive into yes, this. That, but. You're right on that. We hadn't talked about that before we started that. But we're laying in bed probably thinking of a million different oh. things versus men are laying in bed. And men, please correct us if we're wrong. Because like, yeah. we have no idea. We are not inside your brain. But sometimes it feels as if you're laying in bed thinking of sex, and then we're laying in bed thinking of 40, everything, else. everything but sex. Well, hmm. that, that was good. Okay, so we did get a little deep, and we deep dived into some stuff. But we're going to touch on things going forward. If there's parts of this episode that you really related to or connected with or just have questions or you don't agree at all, be nice, because again, please, I'm very fragile. Um, but I, I am a I'm a snowflake. Um, but but we want to hear it because I, I want to hear that we have different perspectives, and we Amy and I want to understand all the perspectives. I know that, like clearly, I know we have different perspectives because me and Abby on that last topic absolutely did because we would in no way be able to understand each other because we're at two completely different places. But anyway, today's been so much fun. This has been good. Um, we come in, just so you know, we come in very, or I came in today, not nervous because when I'm nervous, I have that like pit in my stomach. No, but, but anxious. wanting to, you all showed us so much love. And so wanting to be able to continue that and making sure that you enjoy this. And this wasn't that we didn't talk about pulling tampon plugs within this first minute of this one. So um, it wasn't maybe as funny. <laughs> And light and airy as we wanted it to be. But no, I think, well, I, actually the questions. I think good. today was good. I uh, I was really nervous because, again, we want this to be good for you all. We know that you're not going to show up for, like, fluff. We and, have way too much going on in all of our lives for you to show yeah. up for something that doesn't bring you value. And that can be information or laughter or just, like, zone out while you drive and think about and something other like, than your yes, life. <laughs> okay, they hit that nail on the head. I've yeah. been wanting to hear that from somebody else. Guys, we hope you all have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, whether you're working or not. Try to take some time for yourself or your family or whoever you need to show some love to this weekend. Um, I'm going to go get some drinks with Lindsay and Nick and whoever else wants to meet us. Um, but it'll we, be too late. It'll be too late. <laughs> We're trying to get somebody to come. But we will drop this on Tuesday as we all head back to work. And I hope your, I hope your week goes easy on you. Four-day work week for some of you. Yes, this was so much fun once again, and I cannot wait to, I think we're going to have great feedback from this, and I can't wait to connect with so many of you on these topics and really get to know so many different types of women. Thank you. Thank you all so much. See you next week.